Hey everyone, welcome back to Three Men and Their Babies. Three dads, three very different scenarios. Yes, three Let's go. dads. As Benny is finally here this week after just taking loads of personal days and slacking off. And Adam is here as always. How are you doing, boys? Yes. I'm very good. It's me, your boy Adam, here <laughs> on the your podcast. Boy. Your boy. <laughs> your boy. <laughs> the, the old stalwart, the guy that you can't get rid of, I am still here. Apart from the days I'm not here, obviously. Yeah. Apart from the days where you have a power cut and the days that you have to dad. Well, yeah, I mean, a power cut, that's kind of not my fault. I don't well, have a generator or a laptop with a battery that lasts That's just a lack of seconds. preparedness on your part. Uh, that's just a lack of preparedness on your side, to be honest. It, that's very true. You know, as, <laughs> as a seasoned dad of three, you'd think I would be more prepared <laughs> for all eventualities. But I did have matches and a variety of candles in my room. So I was prepared in that go. that extent. You I say even went round to like the the neighbors' houses, offering tea light candles and matches for them in case they didn't have anything. That's very romantic. Of That's very romantic. I know. Yeah. I know. It was it was me wheeling around the spaghetti meatball dinner as well on the <laughs> metal cloche <laughs> and, and two box. dogs I picked off off the street. <laughs> you say you can't prepare for a power cut, but maybe try paying your fucking bills. How about that? You know. <laughs> it's easy. Hey, t- tell that to the mayor of Lincoln, because it was the whole city went, or my part of the city that went down. Wasn't yeah. just me. That's because that's because you've got them all on your side with this anti-bill pay malarkey. That's what's gone on. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's that Facebook yeah, it's group. Like a union. Lincoln electricity bills are <laughs> <Yes>. bullshit. Let's boycott. <laughs> <laughs> all right, anti-work, anti-bills. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, all right, Benny. You better have some fucking hashtag content with a K for us, boy. What's going on? Do you want to hear about Christmas? Yeah, dude. What happened? Yes, yes should, Christmas. Should, should, should we go? Should we go back to we, two weeks? We've got a. Uh, Actually, first of all, I, I, a dad's first. I'm going Christmas. to derail everything for a second. Oh, okay. I'm going to derail everything for a second. Going back to the the big question because I, I I do mention that every time I'm not on the podcast, I do actually listen because I support my boys in their endeavours. Thank you. Um, going back, going back to the question, uh, the question of the week at the end of the show. Um, damn right, you reward that little girl for punching the other little girl. If and. Um, in 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 my in my in my in my case, if Freya is an only child and an old and another kid hits him, that kid's getting smacked in the face. I don't care what's happening. But no one touches my little my princess. There you go. They could be ten years old and they're getting kicked in the head. That's very true. Yakuza I mean, kicked to the face. I, I have mentioned the story in the in the past on this show about the the local neighborhood bully kid who was bullying me, and I told my cousins who also live nearby about it. And when that person, that bully, rode past them on a bike, one of them stuck a water pistol between the spokes of the bike. So they fell off. <laughs> and they just pointed it, laughed, and then ran away. It's a similar thing. And knowing that you've got the, those bigger kids on your side, it does make you love and respect them that bit more. It's like an enforcer, it's like an enforcer in hockey in the NHL. <laughs> nobody nobody dared touch Wayne Gretzky because whoever the enforcer was for the Oilers would just beat the shit out of them. So that yeah, it's like that. You got back up. Here comes Gordy here comes Gordy Howe with a face of fury. I don't know if it was him. He's 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 just like the only other hockey player I no, know. Back I, I literally only know Wayne Gretzky. It was not like Gordy Howe. Gordy Howe was Gretzky before Gretzky. So Gordy Howe was like okay. the Gretzky from the sixties. That was Gordy Howe. Anyway. Okay. Did he, was he the one with the, the mullet that Mr. Burns kept telling him to like cut off? That's baseball. Um, but whatever, yeah. <laughs> I know what you do. 
that 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 was um, Yaramir Yager, who however you say his name, he had the Dude, mullet. Y- he was around for he played for about fifty Dude, years. Yager still plays in Europe professionally. Yes, let's Dude, go. The guy's That's awesome. He's still decent. He's still decent. Yeah. He haunted me in like NHL '94 when I had it like on my like first PC. Like he haunted guys, me guys. every game. I couldn't play that team. Why don't you set up your own hockey podcast about this? It'll oh, never, hang on. No, it'll oh. never work, Adam. It'll never work. Because <laughs> what happens is you just start slating people and teams, and then you realise that everyone in hockey is fucking soft as shit. And God forbid you say anything <laughs> bad about their team. Dude, the amount, of hate, uh, the amount no. of hate tweets I used to get was unreal from butthurt fans. It was fucking hilarious. Who's oh, slagging <laughs> off my team? Wow, oh, God, shut up. Aren't you guys meant to be tough? Fucking babies. <laughs> oh, it's fantastic. Anyway, back to cheerier matters. We have a, for the first time in a long time for anybody on this show, a first Christmas. A first dad Christmas. Ooh, Benny, how was yes. it? So I'll... I'll um. The story begins actually on Christmas Eve. I can't actually remember if I mentioned it on the podcast or not because no, I guess I wouldn't have done. Um, on Christmas Eve, like the the goal of the time was to start like some new traditions because like obviously it's it's Freya's first Christmas as a human being, as uh, Minor Blossom's first Christmas as parents, and we wanted to like establish some things that we can do like every year from now on. So we did the basic bitch things like um, setting up a plate for Father Christmas, even though Freya doesn't care because she's uh, she was seven months old at the time. She doesn't know what the hell's going on. But we still did that because it gave me an opportunity to make cookies, nice. which I didn't make very well because I took them out of the oven and then tried moving them immediately. So they immediately deflated and there was nothing to oh. them, which was a massive mistake. Um, Mary Berry, I am not. Sven would be so disappointed in me for my lack of baking skills. I'm so sorry. The other traditions we wanted to start were um, is, is something more from Blossom's side of the family because I think her grandparents on that side were a lot more um, traditional than mine were. Like I'll tell you before, like my parents slash grandparents didn't care. They were just like, yeah, do what you want to do. As long as you don't get hurt. As long as I don't get hurt, it's fine. Whereas um, Mel's, well, Blossom's grandparents, um, I did it again, I've exposed her to the world. I'm so sorry, Blossom. Um <laughs> Blossom's grandparents were, were quite well to do. They're quite well off. Um, Mel's, I'll say that again. Blossom's um, nanny uh, used to be mayor of Lower Stock. Jeez. So she's like quite oh, quite high up in society. Oh, no, yeah. There you go. That, that's a little revelation for yeah, the new year for yeah. you. Yeah. Blossom's mayor used <clears throat> to be. Blossom, Blossom's nanny used to be mayor of Lower Stock way back when. So a little bit more like well to do. And one of the things that they installed in Blossom, which Blossom wanted to install into Freya, was every Christmas Eve we like sit around, like um, gather around, snuggle up on the sofa, and we read um, "Twas the Night Before Christmas," and yeah, the cl- classic book. And I, ha- she wanted to know, she wanted Blossom wanted to buy a copy of it, and I said to her, "Blossom, there's no need." Back home at Mama Benny's house, I have a copy which I had when I was a wee nipper. I think the the um, I think the what's the word, the publication date for that one was nineteen eighty eight. So I've had that since I was like one year old. Yeah, yeah. That's how that's how yeah, old that book is. And it and it's like um got slidey windows and like pop up things, which all but one still work after like thirty odd years of thirty odd years of use. So that shows you like how sturdy they used to make books that's back impressive. in the day. I bet, I bet, I will I will literally bet money that if you look in the uh the front of that, it's a St. Michael's publication, which is the old Ooh. Marks and Spencer's kids' book publishing company. Ah. I bet it's oh, Marks oh. and Spencer's. 
Because they did oh, loads that. of that kind of stuff. But that also like kind of pegs me as the middle class boy that you always, you guys always well, say. That, that, that's yeah, also why I'm betting that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's I that. mean, you you have sniffed out the granddaughter of the mayor of Lowestoft <laughs> as the mother of your child. <laughs> that is pretty much that is so guaranteed sick. entry into the Rotary Club. Yeah, in, it's the local Mason's Lodge. Yeah, she's allowed to play. She's I'm a, I'm to a play proper green balls as well now. Because yeah. she's not common. <laughs> I'm a proper I'm a proper Suffolk dandy now. I need like a bolo tie. Yeah, you do. And a white suit. Yeah. When you come in from work, you need to get changed into a um into like a proper suit, like proper bib and tucker for like evening wear after work. Yeah. <laughs> you sit down for elevenses. Uh, it's time, time, become, time to relax and dress the... in my tails. <laughs> yeah. I'll become all the all the guests that I ever hated when I worked in like the hospitality yes. industry. You become the thing you Just, hate. Like, all these like old boys who think they're better than me. I've, I have become one of them. <laughs> oh dear, dearie me. Yeah, so we we did that, and that's a nice tradition that we did. We also uh, Blossom and I did cards, uh, made cards for each other, and we also made cards for each other from from Freya. I'm proud to say that the one I made for Blossom made her cry. Um, just because, and, and I said to her, like, um, oh, I didn't mean to like, make you cry. What was that all about? She said, well, I never thought I'd get, a, I never thought I'd have the opportunity to have a card from a, uh, from a child of mine. And then Aww. that proceeded, that proceeded to make me cry because yeah, yeah. I felt like I did something nice for someone. That's, that was very, very sweet. Uh, the other Christmas Eve tradition that we did, uh, was, and it's something, it was a first for me. And I think I mentioned like last year on the podcast, there's that, for the very first time, I watched um, Santa Claus the movie. Wow. Oh, the... Now, when you say, do you mean the Santa Claus with Tim Allen? Or is it well, the I... actual one with, like, not Dustin Hoffman, Dudley Moore. Moore. Dudley Moore. John Dudley Lithgow Moore. in such an amazing role. John Lithgow, like, absolutely hamming it up oh, on yeah. the screen. He, he was incredible. <laughs> the only thing I thought was, because obviously I'd never seen it before um, this, this Christmas... Um, I, I knew Dudley Moore was in it, but I just assumed, like Dudley, because he'd had, because obviously he's top billing, he's Dudley Bloody Moore. Yeah, that he'd be um, Father Christmas. But instead, they get some nobody to be Father Christmas. Dudley Moore's like some elf who gets into some yeah. scrapes with John. I Lithgow. mean, to be fair, Dudley Moore doesn't really have the the Santa build. I mean, for he, sure, he for was sure. a slight fella, wasn't he? So uh, he's more elf. Did you see though? Did you also see Mike from uh, the Young Ones? Was in it as well. Yes, um, one of the other elves, that. Christopher Ryan. This is his <laughs> and, name, I think. And I also Sorry. spotted, which, which is something for something for Masters. Uh, looking at the credits, the recently passed away um, female wrestler Daphne is also in uh, Santa Claus. She is indeed. Yeah, yeah, she is <laughs> indeed. I did. Well, I was the aware. Little um, ballet kids. Yeah. So yeah, that was that was a, that was a proper exp- like. Blossom was like, oh, I know this guy from this. And using her superpower of recognizing. Um, Characters from other things. Oh, this guy was in Beverly Hills 90210 or some shit like that. <laughs> so yeah, that was Christmas Eve, and then um, we put Blossom to bed um, about by well, Santa time, like eleven o'clock. And then um, Blossom and I got into our bed and we opened our presents. That's I think that's our new tradition. So we opened our presents to each other on like Christmas Eve night slash Christmas Day morning, first thing Christmas Day morning. And then we get up. Right, I set my alarm. Six o'clock. Get everything down. Freya's gonna be so excited. Freya, Dorinda Benteman doesn't wake up until half bloody eight in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> she ha- she chooses Christmas Day to have the biggest lay-in that she's ever had in her short short life, and we're just sitting downstairs twiddling her thumbs like with, with the monitor on. Like, oh, she'll wake up soon. <laughs> should we have breakfast now? Now she'll be up soon. 
Fancy fancy a Bucks Viz? No, nah, nah, we'll wait for Freya to get up, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, and then half eight comes along before she finally gets but up. I see. And then suddenly I, sp- I sprint upstairs to grab her, get her downstairs and plonk her on the floor. Like, right, you're opening up some presents now, you little... <laughs> so I still still that, that is her Christmas present to you, though, I feel. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Yeah, but she... Yeah. She could have given us some warnings, so we could have had a lay-in. Like I said, we were up at six to get things like ready yeah, for fair. it. The other thing with this Christmas Day was um, we told everyone, like all of our close friends and family, uh, don't get Freya much this year. She's only like she's only gonna be no. seven, eight months yeah, old. Failed. No, no chance. Any, any yeah, it. No. <laughs> it took three sittings worth yeah. of present opening to open all of their yeah. stuff. I've never oh, had a God. day like it. It's crazy. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. The days where I'm supposed to sit in front of the sofa and vegetate and put my uh, my meat my beef dinner down, I had to sit on the floor and open presents with a little baby. Dude, and the issue is as well... I didn't have, and any, I didn't have any rest on this day. The issue is as well, and obviously Adam can attest to this as well, as they get to that age of sort of three, four, five, six, seven, then you've got to build the stuff you buy them after they've opened oh, it. Yeah. There's lots of building yeah. as well. So yeah, mate, they won't be your own like until about that, six like o'clock at night. Oh yeah, it, it's fun. It's the bit I hate is getting out of the fucking packaging. Like there's so many like ties and clips, mm. and yeah. some of them are paper, some of them are plastic. Because you get those horrible ones with the metal inside, oh, so you've got a variety mm. of like scissors and clippers, <laughs> <laughs> fucking Stanley knife. You shouldn't have to have a toolkit ready on Christmas morning. <laughs> That's so true. Exactly. It's, it's like opening a pre-packaged pack of scissors from like, the supermarket. Yeah. <laughs> so you need, a pair, you need a pair of scissors to get into the scissors. Yeah, your, your Christmas day, yeah, mate, but... isn't going to be your own for a long time. Though. Don't worry about that, though. Oh, no, that's it, man. Not... Yeah. That, that is it. <laughs> Whatever be yours again. Yep. All I want to do is like lay on the sofa and fall asleep listening to the Queen. That's all I yeah. want out of Christmas no, Day. No, I'm, I'm never going to get that again. It's going to be a no. while, mate. It'll be a while. Yeah, so we had... Three sessions of present opening. Um, my parents kept. We 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 decided because it was our first Christmas with Freya, we'd have it at our house, and if people wanted just to come round whenever they come round, uh, we had Blossom's dad round for Christmas lunch because um, he's on his own, so we we don't want to leave him on his own, so just to give him something to do, like come round and spend the afternoon round ours. My mum and dad came round in the morning, and we used that opportunity to open. Freya's presents from my mum and dad, as well as some other bit. Same thing when Blossom's dad came round, and then in the afternoon, Blossom's auntie came round, and we did the same thing then. So that's that's where the three sittings come from. And then yeah, the other Christmas tradition uh, in the evening of eating whatever leftovers you can find, slash uh, eat, becoming full of cheese and very confused for the <laughs> um, for the betwixtmas time between Christmas and New Year. I'm also I'm also very blessed. Hashtag blessed that I've uh, got this um, back in the the car dealership game because this is the first Christmas in my life where I've had so much time off like from work oh, over yeah, Christmas. Course, like yeah. between yeah. between the twenty third and the fourth of January, I think I worked two days. And I've never had that before wow. because I spent most of my life in the hospitality industry. Yeah. Like that's the busiest time of the year, so you never get any days off around then. But yeah, I was very very lucky to spend all this time with the with the family. But it's back to reality now. I'm working again now. Yeah, but to reality, oops, there goes gravity. Exactly. Yeah, and then you got to find space for exactly. all the stuff that Frey got for Christmas. Like, where are you going to put it all? We managed to write with that. So one of the, one of Frey's big presents, which is a present um, that you mentioned when they were five or six years old that you have to put together, but it was something I did have to put together. We got her a teepee like, to put her toys in. 
Like a little, uh, oh, it's, nice. it's sitting just to my, just sitting just to my left, just a little like a grey and white teepee. We put like a cushion in the bottom, and then just put some of her toys in there. And then uh, we nicked a wicker basket from uh, Blossom's dad's and put some other toys in there. So in terms of putting everything away, every everything found a place. We didn't do too badly in that front. And then in terms of the, the presents Freya got. She got lots of musical instruments, lots of all the noisy toys my uh, relatives decided to get for her. Of course. Not a moment's peace in this house. Everything with bright flashing lights and makes a bright bangy noise um, Freya had bought for her. But we're very grateful that she was thoroughly spoiled. And I I mean, I I assume she had a nice time. I actually, I can't get like two words out of it. The only word I can get out of her is man, man, man. And that doesn't really tell me anything. No, yeah. I, I assume, I assume she had a good time. Nice, mate. Uh, flash forward to two weeks later, her uh, front teeth are coming out again. Or her uh, uh, top teeth are coming out again. And I missed the first podcast of the new year. So sorry about that, everyone. Yeah, so yeah, the uh, the teeth are now making a uh, another appearance and causing the uh, the Freya some bother, we understand. So the, the bottom, the middle bottom teeth, uh, the original cause of bother from like eight weeks ago and it was are like proper fully out. They're like there. They're there on display. They're pearly white. They're gleaming in the sunshine. We have a little toothbrush with orange flavored toothpaste for Freya. And we brush her teeth, brush those couple of teeth every day just to make sure, you know, get her in the routine of doing that. And then um, her top middle teeth are just starting to come through. They've just started penetrating the gums or cutting, I think is the, is the technical term yes. for it. Yes. Yeah, so, Again, that, that's the that's the main cause of concern now. On the, on Monday, I, I was just sitting in the in the lounge with Freya on my lap. Uh, she was watching TV as she usually does, like um, Paddington Bear. It's like her favourite thing to watch. And then um, I don't know what it is. She just loves that. She loves that crazy little clumsy bear. I don't know what it is. And then um, suddenly, like I hear a clicking sound. It's it's just like um, just like a, and I'm like, what was that? And then it happens again. And then Freya suddenly just starts bawling. And I'm like, oh, you've either bit your gum or you've like clicked your teeth together and you've made yourself jump and you don't know what's happened. <laughs> so, yeah, that made me, that made me late because that was literally like um, quarter past eight, which is when I leave for work. And I had to, I was a bit late that day because I had to give the little one cuddle. But yes, it's, hap- it's all happening. So, what, what would you say is the most unusual thing she got for Christmas then? Mm, good question. Let me have a, let me let me have a scan around the room and I'll find something. Hold on. She got a couple of multiples of presents. Well, I don't say it's unusual, but she got a couple of multiples of presents. So like um, um storytelling, like uh, musical books. She got a couple of which were not exactly the same, but very similar. Got two xylophones as well, which I thought was quite odd. Obviously, a xylophone must be the nice. the in instrument of the of the season. Yeah, must uh, be. one is much better than the other. One was much better than the other though, and the bad one has gone to um. Uh, Freya's granddad's for to, to stay around there, so we ain't got to take it round. It just doesn't make any noise at all. It's the most poorly built xylophone I've ever seen. It's outrageous, mate. Uh, how did the, how that got through? Like uh, how that got through the checks at the at the elf factory? I don't know. <laughs> Dud- Dudley Moore obviously clearly isn't doing his job properly. He's too busy making a flying car or wherever it was he did in Santa Claus the movie to make the make the xylophone work properly. I can't actually think of anything actually weird. Like it was all like stuff that she will. Eat. Some people got like presents for like a year's time. Like she got like one of those um, walk around Hoover things that like spits out balls and then you suck up the balls and then the balls come out. The top oh of yeah, it yeah. Again. Like she she got one of them, but that's like for when she's like confidently walking around. She's nowhere near that in a minute. She can 
only just like sit up by herself and roll over and she can crawl. I've got to mention she can crawl, but only backwards at the minute. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, so she'll so she so she can go on her on her belly, she can push herself up in her arms like she's in the, the downward dog position. But she can't go forwards. She'll she'll just slowly inch backwards or um turn in a circle like a uh, like a boat with only one oar on one side, just constantly like um, spinning, spinning towards freedom. <laughs> but with one oar. Well, well, that's it now, though, mate. You've got to move everything up, like off the floor. Now, everything that you mm. you were confident she couldn't get to because she couldn't move. Yes. Now you got to move it. My my favorite game with her actually uh, recently has been um, so if I'm if she's sitting on my lap and she she's she's discovered that she likes throwing things on the floor and making me pick them up, which is. It is what it is, but I've discovered it's much more fun that if she throws something on the floor, I hold her uh, like um, vertically or horizontally over the floor and use her like a uh, an arcade claw machine. Yes, to pick up the, the yeah. That she's dropped. <laughs> Me and George do that. That's, that's, that's become my that's become my new favorite game. Yeah, we did that. That was a lot of fun. Make the noises. You got to make the noises <laughs> as well. That was always good. Yeah. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> and then when she when she grabs it, I don't. I used to go, "Yay, we won!" And she'd go, "Yay!" <laughs> <laughs> Oh, easy, easy to keep them entertained. Yeah, it was, it was, it was like a really good time. Like, it, uh, Blossom called it magical. I don't know if I go that far, but I really, really enjoyed it, and I'm looking forward to her birthday, which is like really, really like soon, relatively. It's three months. Well, yeah, three months away, and I'm, my body is not ready for her to be a year old. Well, yeah, mate. Just like we said, we've said a million times before. Just, just savor every single second because it just flies by. Yeah. Like Adam will tell, Adam's got a kid who's like fourteen, and that just it must be it must be insane to you, mate, to just think, oh my god, where has all like where's that time gone? Well, that's it. I mean, I I can't pick her up and hug her anymore, and that's really sad. I I can <laughs> barely lift my ladder up, and obviously he doesn't want me to. I was going to say yeah, <laughs> and and like my six year old, she's the only one who I can and loves it, and I don't know what I'll do when she stops. It'll be crazy. I'll have to like adopt a child or something just to keep on that that like level of gaining attention from a child <laughs> and, or affection from a child. Yeah. yeah so yeah, ridiculous. definitely save every minute. The reason, Benny, I I asked about what was the weirdest thing that you got is because mm. over Christmas, my nephew, my my sister's son, um, actually received what I thought was the funniest and cutest little gift. Uh, okay. It's the Fisher Price baby biceps gift set, uh, which is available in all good toy stores and also on Amazon if you want to uh, fund a despicable billionaire. It's on there as well. Yeah, <laughs> And it's the weirdest baby toy set I have ever seen. It comes with a dumbbell, a kettlebell, a protein shaker, and a sweatband to put over their head. All obviously like babyfied. So the the kettlebell is a is a rattle and has a teether handle, and the protein shaker has like bells or beads in it that make a nice sound. But it's <laughs> I didn't realize this was a thing now. That's where, so weird. Where they promoted like exercise and health and fitness, and I was looking at it the other day because I couldn't quite believe it was a real toy. I thought it was like some weird Chinese pound shop knockoff toy. <laughs> That they they'd been gifted, but there's a huge range now of all of these new like relatable like baby versions of real things. Like Fish Price mm. also do a laugh and learn counting reps dumbbell, 
that will laugh and make noises every time you rep with the dumbbell. You can buy what's basically like a a fish price version of an Xbox controller to stop the babies from playing with your actual thing. Yeah. And obviously they've done that like when my kids were babies with things like toy remote controls and toy keys and things like that. So you don't have to give them the real thing. But it's amazing that they're like toy health and uh, health and fitness equipment, and I'm just wondering where on earth they can go to next. I'm wondering if Rick's going to buy his kids a Fisher Price TV that they can smash. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening, Rick, shout out to you, mate. Shout out. Yeah. <laughs> The the best jokes are the only ones that only like ten people understand. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's so inside. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. that's so inside. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of like it though. I I don't mind that. I've always kind of no. It's not a bad idea, is it? That kind of okay. These are things you can do later on in life if you want to, and maybe if you do it now, maybe you'll do it later. I don't. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, but do do you want your like? four-year-old child being one of those super ripped Russian toddlers. No, no, because that is terrifying. <laughs> like, I know that like a toddler with a six-pack is not a nice thing. No, because they're not there even... There was that actual kid, wasn't there, with... like, Well, there's been a few, haven't there, where kids have like six-packs and they've been raised by their weightlifting dad... Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, yeah, there's the famous can... one. There's the fa- I can't remember the kid's name or whatever happened to him, but there's the famous kid who was completely and utterly shredded, like jacked from about yeah. the age of about seven onwards. And I don't know what happened to that kid, but yeah, there's that famous one. The thing is, like Richard Sandrak. That's his there you name. go. That, yeah, mm-hmm. he's known that as Little about. Hercules. Yeah, Ukrainian-born America former bodybuilder. He was only born in 1992. Christ. <sighs> Isn't he 30 then? Wow. I know. Well, he's potentially not even 30, but as a child, like, that is horrendous. Looking at the pictures of him, he looks like fucking Kevin Sorbo in the TV show Hercules, (laughs) but musclier. (laughs) Like, he could take Kevin Sorbo in a fight and probably should, knowing Kevin Sorbo's conspiracy led (laughs) right wing tweets. Absolutely. Think, my God, that is horrendous. I think the thing is, as well, is with with that is that because I because I exercise a lot, Georgia will say to me, like after I oh can I you know can I do some pull ups or can I try and pick up your weights or something like that, and I'll say to her, yeah you, you know you can have a, a quick go if you want, and that's all it, that's all mm. it needs to be because in my opinion their their bodies are not even halfway through developing yet, so I I don't want Georgia yeah. to kind of think. Oh well, yeah, you know, go exercise three times a week and blah blah blah. You don't need to kind of do that stuff until you get older when you need to do it to stay healthy. You don't need to do it when you're a kid because she just burns off energy anyway. So I've kind of said that to yeah. her. You don't need to do it, George. Yeah, you know, if you want to have a quick go, and I'll teach you a couple of bits just for a quick go. Now that's fine. Like she went on the exercise bike. She went to go on the exercise bike yesterday. Can I have a quick go on the exercise bike? So yeah, sure, of course you can. I said, but just just five minutes and that's it. You know, you don't need to go, don't go nuts or anything. There's no point. There's nothing wrong with you. You're still growing. So grow into your body a bit first. And I think that should be the same for any kid. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend any kid start exercising unless you want to do it, you know, do it for a competitive sport or something. I get that. That's different. But just to kind of be healthy or something, like to at least like 16, 17, because you just, you don't need to. 
What one other thing that you could influence your, uh, if you forgive the pun, you could influence your child to be. You could get to the uh, from a particular website I'm looking at now. I'm not going to advertise it, but it's a company called Plan Toys. They make a kids' vlogging kit. Oh God! Ah. So it's a role play influencer vlogging kit, and it comes with a wooden <sighs> tripod with a wooden white circle on it and a little pretend camera in the middle you've got like a little uh, microphone pretend microphone you can clip on like you know like the little clip on tv ones yeah a little uh, walkie talkie thing all goes in a bag so you can carry it around mm. with you and that is <laughs> that's the worst toy i've ever seen yeah i don't like but that. it's also really high quality like materials it's all wood so it's all like actually that's a nice thing because it's wood and wood things are good for children mm-hmm. apparently that just seems like one of those you think you'd think that um, Go on, buddy. sorry i was gonna say you think that all these toy companies have the same 24 hours in a day as the rest of them you think they the, <laughs> make some better decisions with their choices of toys <laughs> Nice. Yeah, but nice. you just know, you just know there's fucking loads of those YouTube parents out there who film their kids and make money off them, thinking, oh, this would be a great oh, present. Oh, not these guys again. This would be a great present for them. Yeah. Fucking hell. I feel like we had this conversation this time last year. Yeah, we probably did. The YouTube parents. Yeah, we did. Th- we've, we've probably had this several times. It's still, and it's still gross. It, yeah, it, it is. It is. Ryan, you're not, nothing of yours is allowed in my house, Ryan. If you're listening <laughs> to this, I, I'm sorry. But tell your parents to stop exploiting you, you poor child. <laughs> yeah, you poor son. Oh, there, there are loads, though. Daisy keeps coming across weird ones. There's so like, many. There's literally one she came across where she watched a few videos, and it's because it featured, like, Elf on a Shelf. Talk about Christmas traditions earlier. It's a tradition I've never done. But she mm. likes watching these videos where, like, the Elf on the Shelf... And it's got like a mum talking about all the stuff that it did over Christmas. But there was this one family and the two or three kids in it were far too old to participate in this kind of thing. And looked terribly bored and frustrated that their mum was still doing it. She had about 50 different stuffed toys and elf on the shelf stuff. And she would lay them all out and do like a particular thing with them I think one of them was like one of the elves got pregnant and then she would write notes for every single toy saying what that toy thought about it and then she would make her kids like sit at the kitchen table while she went round filming every single toy and go oh well Shaniqua the snow elf (laughs) thinks this and then she would read something out in that voice and every note was like Different colour pen. She tries to do the handwriting differently. And it's just, why? Why why are you doing this? You're it's poor so weird. kids. <laughs> it's it, so it is that. I think it's what we talked about last week, where it's that kind of desperation, almost, to be at that level of, like, the big people who do that kind of thing. Like the Ninja Kids or yeah. Ryan or something like that. Where they've been doing it for years. They got in early enough and did original enough content where it was fine. And they've been milking that ever since. And it's people wanting to jump on that bandwagon. And just going way too far with it. Way, way too far. Yeah. It's that obsession. It's just... And that becomes, like, it's their only revenue stream. So 
they're going to carry on doing it, aren't they? And they're just going to try to keep thinking up more and more ideas to get their to get themselves and yeah. their kids on they, YouTube. They just need a more healthy hobby. Yeah, definitely. Basically. Do you know what's weird? Like some jigsaws. <laughs> get a get a thousand pizza out. You'll have hours of fun. Exactly, and it'll keep you quiet. <laughs> Speaking of like, okay, so weird presents and stuff. As this turns into the Christmas cast for some reason, <laughs> George's friend came round tonight, and they were playing with. I don't know if your kids have got this, Adam, but have any of your kids got fidget toys? You know, fidgets. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, like the poppets, the fidget spinners, the little tangle. That's the new big thing, things. isn't it? The, the, the rainbow coloured things, the the pop uh, bubbles that you push through. Yeah, yeah those, essentially, those like essentially tension gone. sheets from Red Dwarf. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, they <laughs> that's are. What, that's what they are. It's oh fucking a Thicky Holden. Thicky Holden and his yeah. tension sheet. <laughs> Thicky Holden has come up with like a new idea. <laughs> Jesus, that is that is such a good observation. <laughs> <laughs> and I just thought, though, I just thought it was really... So, right, so if you don't know what what these fidgets are, imagine cheap little plastic toys, all different sizes, but they can be... Christ, I'll just name some of the ones George has got. She's got one that looks like a tiny PlayStation controller, and all the buttons make different noises. Not not electronic, just just plastic, so, the, you know, it's obviously springs and clickers and all that kind of thing. One looks like a tiny Rubik's Cube. You don't solve it. You just twizz it around in your fingers. Like mm. I said, this looks like the the bubble wrap in a, in a bright colour, but plastic, like kind of, um, not plastic, like silicon. It's like that, and you can pop both sides. There's loads, she's got loads of those. Yeah. She's got that, like, those cheap plastic snakes you used to get when you were a kid. She's got a couple of those. <laughs> and they just sit there and mess with them in their hands because, you know, people just can't sit still anymore. And I was just thinking how weird it is that... I always say to Georgia about you know how lucky she is and how much she has, and it'll be the same with probably Freya as well because I you know like she, I don't know if there's any other grandkids in the family, Benny, but you know she gets spoiled because she's one of the only ones or the only one. No, she is. She is. Yeah, you know, right. She's my, yeah. like um, parents' only grandchild. She's um, Blossom's dad's only grandchild. Yeah, it's the same as Georgia then. Yeah, so she'll just get spoiled with like loads and loads and loads of things, and Georgia's got a phone and a tablet and a laptop, mm. and a TV in her room, and an Alexa. Yet, she loves playing with these... You can buy bags of these fidgets, all different kinds, not the same one. Oh, yeah. A complete assortment selection box, if you will, of these fidgets for about four quid. That's how cheaply yeah. made they are, and that's how cheap they are. And well, she... you'll, you'll see them in town. With, like, you know the people who go out and they've got, like, a little cart that they've got from some warehouse. Oh, somewhere. yeah, yeah. And they've they've got literally ones that are about a metre square in the shape of, like, an Among Us character or a heart or a turd mm-hmm. emoji. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just, like, rainbow-coloured poppet, but it's it's like a blanket <laughs> so they can lay in bed and while they're trying to get sleep. Just pop, 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 And I just found it bizarre that they're essentially regressing to what we had to do when we were kids because there was no such thing as iPhones or laptops or fucking smart TVs. We would just make up our own thing and play with shitty plastic toys. And Georgia and all of her friends at school, that's what they play with. I just found it bizarre. It is. It's like the loom bands. 
of the current day. Because yes. obviously loom bands were a big thing when Sophie was, you know, a bit younger and she used to make loads. Uh, and then obviously back in the day for us, it was things like Tazos and Pogs and shit like mm. that. Yeah. And like, or Beyblades maybe for, for Benny's Pokemon age. Cards. <laughs> Pokemon cards. Or Pokemon cards, yeah. It, it's yeah. all of that type of collectible stuff, isn't it? Because like at, at school, kids trade them. And things like that. They'll go, yeah, exactly, oh, yeah. I, I've got a rare golden poop emoji poppet. I'll trade you for three of your, your smiley face ones. I want Poop-a-mon. that red Among Us. <laughs> and, and they do things like that. But originally, they've come from sensory toys for kids with things like autism. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, running they have. autism spectrum uh, and that type of thing. And it, it is a very good proven tool that for kids with conditions like that to be able to focus on that and allow them to cope with certain issues or certain feelings and and get on with their day-to-day life. I myself, like quite a few years ago, I had a fidget cube, which I don't know if you remember them. They came out just shortly after fidget spinners. Yeah, I do. Uh, but while I was wor- while I was at work on my desk and I was like reading emails or I was like looking at spreadsheets and that kind of thing, I would have it in my hand and just subconsciously like pushing buttons, clicking the little s- switch that was on it, waggling the little joystick that was on one side, and I found that really helpful thing to do to help me concentrate. Mm. So if that works for kids, combined with the the social factor, like if you know talking to your friends about them and swapping them yeah. and things Everyone's like that. Everyone's got one, I've got to have one. Exactly. I, I think that's actually quite a good thing, you know. It, it's actually something that's proven to help people. Like, if if pogs cured the com- common cold or something <laughs> like that, you would fill your kids' school with pogs and you'd be quite happy that they were playing with them. Uh, I've heard that uh, I've heard that an alf pog can cure the common cold, but I don't know if that's uh, correct or not. It might, might not be. <laughs> I, I think you're thinking of uh, a, a Tazo spinner. Actually, um, the little jagged ones. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's come from the same fake news as horse tranquilizers can cure COVID. I think that's where that yeah. comes, that's come from. <laughs> that's just been spread around by uh, by Russian media. Or I can't something believe like Alpha's that. lied to me again. <laughs> yeah, oh. it's crazy what, what though, isn't it? The L stands for. It's not life. It's alien <laughs> lying form. Lies. Yeah. <laughs> Lies. But yeah, I just it's just I don't know. It made me laugh. It just. Like a world of information at your fingertips, and you just want to play with the same shitty toys that we did. I just find it yeah. kids are just kids, and it's and it just made me chuckle. It's like you say, it's a good thing. It's certainly not bad. And her and her friend tonight, that's what they were doing. They even made her friend even made, which I thought was really sweet. She made a little trading board, so it was just an A4 <laughs> piece of paper, and they kind of like she assigned values to certain parts of the piece of paper, and what she wanted to trade. A fidget spinner, that, or sorry, a fidget that she wanted to trade. Georgia could then put one oh that she God. wanted to trade on the corresponding value, and then they could trade them. <laughs> and I was like, "That's really cool." I was like, "I like that." That reminded me oh of my making God, my that... own board games when I was a kid. Now I I still do that in a way. Because no. you play magic. Because I'm a bit of a nerd, and I like like NFTs. It's not magic. It's actually it is a tops product. Who do all the trading cards? It's the Tops Star Wars digital trading card set. I I got into this app just over a year ago from an advert on a YouTube video I was watching, and I thought, oh, that sounds fun. 
because this guy who I like said he was on the app, which he is. And so I, I went on and like gave it a go. And I've been addicted ever since. And all it is, is you can spend real money on it, which I have, to collect what is effectively a JPEG of a Star Wars character. Of course you that have. you could Google you and have. find yourself. <laughs> but oh, once you start collecting, you have to finish the set. Otherwise, <laughs> your collection's not complete. And that's a bad thing. <laughs> for a second there, just for a second there, <laughs> I thought you were going to say something revolutionary. But what you no. just literally said was just literally collecting things. If you don't finish the set, yeah. it's actually not you complete. Don't have it. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> that's I understand yeah. how sets work. But that is such a bad thing <laughs> if you don't collect it, if you don't have that. If you start collecting a set that you like, because they come out with sets like every week, there's different things you can collect. Oh my and there God. can be like 100 cards in the set. And you get, like, free credits, and they do, like, community things. Like, they'll go, hey, guys, right, at this time on this day, we want all of you to watch episode one of Star Wars. And as it goes through, if you're watching, they they actually release cards that are like, here are some behind-the-scenes information about the uh-huh. scenes you've just watched. Oh, and you so, can so what, those. And So what you're saying is, <laughs> this, this app is just a con for people to yeah. watch the prequels. Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> Adam is somehow and, and involved in an MLM. Series, That's what's and happened. the original one. They, they had a, I think it was a Return of the Jedi one recently, which isn't the strongest of the original trilogy, but it's certainly the... St- That's the strongest trilogy out of all of the trilogies. But it is that thing of, I enjoy collecting them because I enjoy these pictures and I want to get all the pictures of the different... <laughs> colour pictures I can get, because I might have a white picture, but that's the lowest value. I want the orange one, that's the highest value. Ah, uh, epic. An epic one, yeah. One oh yeah, they have things... epics, I've got a few epic cards. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I believe you. One of two things is happening here. One, Adam is involved now in some kind of pyramid scheme, or two, he's now involved in some kind of cult. And at the end of it, mm, we're going mate. to get into a Children of God fucking Branch Davidian type scenario. Literally, I, I have spent Don't less than triple figures money, <laughs> but certainly significant <laughs> double figures money on collecting these pictures of Star Wars characters. <laughs> I love that so much. I love the way you laid that out. Less than triple <laughs> figures. So I'm not totally crazy. <laughs> no, I'm not totally crazy. I'm not nuts. So okay. Adam has spent approximately £99 on <laughs> yeah, yeah, non- £99, exactly. Star, Star Wars, not NFTs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is, it's it's oh. like there's a big trading community. Fantastic. You get free credits. Like the latest series I'm collecting are series of drawings that, of characters from The Phantom Menace. And there are different stages of drawing. So you can collect the basic line art one, the uncolored sketch, the one where he's not done all the shading yet. <laughs> so for each picture, there's like five cards you can get. And then there could be like 50 pictures. And I know it's so stupid, but once you start collecting them, you actually go, oh, you know what? I'm, I'm really enjoying this. And then you get too deep and then it's like, oh, well, I'm just logging on every day and I'm buying stuff. 
Now you do yeah. get free credits. Then, like you go in and they go, right, here are like twenty thousand credits just for logging in and you here's, buy here's like, your daily reward. Yeah, you could buy like ten packs for that. And that that's fine. But oh Here's your <laughs> daily shot Here's your daily shot of dopamine. Enjoy. Exactly. <laughs> well that's what it is. It's a little gamble and it's nice and I might get a nice picture at the end of it. Like, the big like, one they've got is you've got a one in one million chance of getting the rarest card, which is a picture of Darth Vader sat on a chair. <laughs> of course it is, yeah, of course. <laughs> it is literally just a picture, but you you can obviously spend premium currency. You can spend your crystals on getting nah. cartoon pictures of Yoda as a child if you want to. <laughs> And Benny, right. they, of course, cost real money. Here's how deep <laughs> the scam has gone, Benny, and here's how deep Adam is into it. That he's trying to justify when he says, you can even buy cards that are not even finished yet. <laughs> Great. <laughs> no, this is it. This the is, shading this is, is it. actually and... missing, and... There's no lines yeah. there. It's just some random yeah. colours. Okay. Great. Adam, Adam, I've just I've just drawn a picture of Darth Maul uh, dressed like an ape on uh, a napkin. That'll be £99. <laughs> You'd be good. No, it's on the napkin. It needs, to be, it needs to be digital, I'm yeah, afraid. You can't send him the actual thing. That's not oh, good. No, no, I'll yeah. scan it. I'll scan it when I get to work send tomorrow. send it to me and then I can trade that with the other nerds. <laughs> oh my God, that is amazing. That is fantastic. Do you know what though? But, I, no, um, no, you laugh. But if yes. there was an NHL one of those, you'd be you'd be wanking over it every day. <laughs> you'd be like, I, I've got five hundred pictures of Wayne Gretzky, and he's all different colours. There's one where he's wearing a red helmet. That's one of the rarest. <laughs> I will say, so, I will say, because I do, I will, I will mock vociferously, as you know. But I will also be very honest. Essentially, what you're doing, Adam, you're because I don't even know if you know what Ultimate Team is. You are doing a Star Wars version of like mm. EA Ultimate Team. Oh yeah, is I, where... I'm picking my Ultimate Team. Yeah, that's essentially what. And people, my, I can't even tell you how much my money, real money, my cousin spends on FIFA Ultimate Team. It is shocking. Oh yeah, shocking. Now I've only done it once on NHL games. I did one season of Ultimate Team, and I and I actually asked for some PlayStation Network vouchers for Christmas, so I could spend the so money on Ultimate Team. And so I've kind of done the same thing. So while I laugh, I can't really laugh because, and we've all done it. Like, well, I've got to say, looking at this, there is a Tops NHL Skate hockey card trader that is exactly the same app. It is just NHL based yeah. and not Star Wars based. There is also an MLB one, a WWE Slam, a football one. So they're out there. They're out there for the sports ones. And <laughs> oh, I yeah, know of course, yeah, yeah. One of one of you. Is going to go, you know what? Remember what Adam said about this NHL app? <laughs> I wouldn't do it. I've, I've maybe, that. maybe that's that's some content for your other podcast. I learned, <laughs> I learned my lesson from, um, from Ultimate <laughs> Team that I just couldn't do it. But it's the same, you know, it's it's the same as collecting, like trading. It's, it's just tr- like digital trading cards, isn't it? Trading yeah, or, cards or are your... for fucking ever. Or exactly. Stickers, exactly. Yeah, they're around forever. Mate. As a kid, I loved trading cards. Yeah. Like mm. I would I would go in, I would walk into town to go to the local WH Smith in my town. That's like half an hour walk to get there. Just to spend my pocket money on a pack of X-Men trading cards. 
just because of the smell. Because <laughs> the smell when you open a pack of cards. Oh, I smell amazing. Every and the single, cards obviously have pictures of X-Men. Every and, single week, I would spend oh. an absolute fortune on stickers. Because I had to oh get God, every yes. sticker book that came out. Every single one I could get that I was kind mm-hmm. of even partially interested in. I must have spent yeah. hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pounds of my parents' money that we didn't even have really at the time on stickers. So Yeah, stickers yeah. like the old WWF one. Yeah. That, that blue album. Where yeah, it's, I'd, uh, I had a Danger and, Mouse and sticker book. I had a He-Man Bino sticker book. Dandy. Mask, yeah, Bino and Dandy sticker book. I had a Mask sticker book. Every like every time there was a World Cup or European Championships, I'd get those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I always did it. Now you see, you are laughing at me because of that, but I do remember like a, two or three years ago where you guys in, in our little friend group were posting football stickers to each other mm-hmm. to do swapsies. Yeah. Oh yeah, we still okay, do. So- yeah. <laughs> Sarah, in, Sarah, two, Sarah. in 2016, I spent all of my I sent all of my swapsies over to Swede, like a massive envelope full. Yeah, <laughs> like literally, a, like a courier had to come round <laughs> with a box full of dry ice, pull that and stickers yeah. <laughs> across country. <laughs> yeah, Sarah, and every time there's a football tournament, Sarah and her dad both get sticker books. So yeah. for that month, we just sit around Sarah's dad's trying to sort through, you know, like 500 swapsies because he just spent loads on stickers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like I said, I'll take the mick, but I'm no better. I do, I do the same yeah. with different things. We've all done it. Yeah, and thing, I think the thing like, is, though, at the end of it, it's just, it's, you do get a book. Me, I, I get my mobile data used. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, I think there's like an added level of like embarrassment to it, the fact that it's all digital. Like, there's yeah. no stakes involved if you um, if you don't complete like one of the sets. So like, it should be that if you don't complete one of the sets within a lot of time, like your app gets deleted and then you can never <laughs> download it again. Yeah, you no, can't even no, look at the pictures. The, the consequence is if you don't complete the set, you don't get the exclusive card that you are rewarded for completing the yeah. set. So maybe uh, you do collect all the pictures of uh, Django Fett getting his head chopped off by Mace Windu, and you miss one. So you don't get the one where Boba Fett is picking up Django Fett's head off the floor. I have that, no that idea what you just said. That would be the consequence. Benny knows. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just nod and say, okay, okay. then. Uh, yeah. I, I, I am lost in this part. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally out. Sorry, I got no clue. Oh, you know. If it didn't, if if it didn't happen, did, did it happen in the sequels? Cause, in the prequels? Because then I might remember. It did happen in the prequels. It, ha- no, no, it I happened. Still don't, I still don't the remember. End of, uh, Revenge of the Sith. I must have fell asleep by then. Oh, that's bad. That's the big. Anyway, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not going to get into. We're not here. We're not here to defend the prequels. No, no. We, we won't hear of that on this show. No, that would get us cancelled quicker than most of the terrible, awful jokes we tell. Like defending the prequels <laughs> is like sacrilege. You just don't do it. <laughs> what was going to say then? Um, you know, I, I yeah, loaded up the app to like talk about some of the cards that were on there, and I've just caught myself like buying packs. With the free credits. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> right, I'm, I'm coming off my phone now. <laughs> the thing is, though, like, we all get our little dopamine fixes from different things, don't we? It's the same. Like, right now, I am playing football manager until my eyes are bleeding because I'm back in that. Yeah. I'm back in football manager. And it's that next, oh, okay, I'll do the next thing. I'll do the next thing. It's the same with any video game, like, like Minecraft or something. Like you say, collecting stickers. Even when you're an adult, because now you've you've got the kind of disposable, or at least some disposable income where you can do that kind of thing. And I think if you didn't have that ability to do that when you were younger, where now you're thinking, 
I got. I can. I can buy these things now. Who cares? I can spend some real money. It's a. Fi- it's a fiver. I have my own money. I work. I can buy whatever the hell I mm. want. So. Oh yeah. Definitely. There's nothing wrong with it. I mean, I, I'm talking about maybe spending like four or five pound a month on it, and that's yeah. like a Tesco meal deal. So. I, I don't work from an office anymore. I work from home, so I don't even go to, into Tesco to buy that stuff anymore. So to yeah, me, exactly. it's not a huge deal. Of course uh, not. And until I like talk about it and I realise I'm just c- collecting JPEGs. But at least I'm not spending like $500,000 on a, a JPEG of a monkey. Like some people oh, yeah. out there with the, the whole... What, you're, what you're doing right now is a gateway drug to that, so give it a few, <laughs> uh, it a few months and you'll be there. <laughs> gateway drug... <laughs> Gateway drug to monkey NFT ownership. Yeah, exactly. Oh, oh. dearie me. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the title for this week's podcast. <laughs> Gateway drug to monkey ownership. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've started to try. I've started to try and make it more uh, parenting based. If you've noticed the the, sub, the titles yeah. in like the last seven or eight weeks, it's all been about actual parenting things because well, it probably should be. Because my titles before just three men and their yeah. babies, and the title was, you know, purple chicken monkey sex hamster. And I'm thinking, hang on a minute, yeah. this has got nothing to do with kids at well, all. All you so. do is you call it a dad's experience with gateway drug to monkey ownership. <laughs> <laughs> and then the two friends who mocked him for about five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a bad idea, actually. <laughs> Just like, just call it, it was like grunge bands back in the day. They got sick of like song titles that only had one word. So they started to make their song titles stupidly long. So I should yeah. make all of our podcast titles ridiculously long for no reason. Like 20 word, <laughs> 20 word podcast titles. Oh, dearie me. All right. Uh, Adam, a question, please. Okay. My daughter was issued an MIP in school today, which is an acronym that means minor in possession. She's 12 years old. What happened is my vape juice ended up in her backpack. Should I discipline her? Well, uh, And there you go. That is from uh, Anonymous Irresponsible Parents. <laughs> See, the way she wrote that, it sounds like it was an accident. The vape juice just yeah. ended up in her backpack. As though they were... It sounds, to, it sounds to me as if the parent planted the vape juice in the backpack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've had a big fight the night before. This'll learn. Just to, just to create some drama at school. Yeah. It's what you get for spending all of my credits on my Star Wars trading card app. <laughs> <laughs> the kid complained... picture of Django Fett. <laughs> the kid complained to the mum that none of her friends thought she was cool. So the mum was like, I know what's cool, getting into trouble. So she dropped a thing of vape juice in her backpack, and now all the, now all the kids' friends think she's really cool because she had vape juice in her backpack. It's bubblegum flavoured. Yeah. It tastes like custard. Bear in mind, an MIP, or minor in possession, is, looking on Wikipedia, it's usually for people under the legal drinking age of 21 who possess or consume alcohol. And the punishments for this can vary greatly from state to state. Sometimes it's someone from a state agency just writing them up, like a citation or a fine, but sometimes yeah. it can result in like probation or community service. So this 12-year-old could end up doing community service and that going on record as like a criminal record, essentially, for a 12-year-old. So do bear that in mind. In Washington, for example, this could have happened in Washington, you potentially get a fine of $5,000 and a year in jail. 
That's Washington. for providing that. So from the mum's point of view, she could be potentially getting a year in jail. Do you mean Washington, D.C. or the state Washington? Washington State. Oh, that surprises me because they're, they're like really liberal over there, aren't they? On the, yeah. like in the Pacific Northwest, it's like known mm. for being quite liberal. Stoner County. Yeah. Again, the, the, the wording of it makes it look like she, the, the child has not stolen it. It's just found its way into her bag. If, if, if the parent had said, like, my child has stolen my vape juice for whatever reason, then, you know, that's stealing. Like, you should punish the stealing. Like in the, in the old days, you'd have your fingers cut off. Maybe yeah. not so much nowadays. You can't get away with that now. That's this a, is why I thought know, it was an interesting... The child line will be informed. Because the, uh, the, the wording isn't clear on there. It does almost seem, <laughs> like you said, like the mum planted it. <laughs> it's, it's like a way of just going, this will get my daughter into trouble. I can imagine and some I, of those things. I thought that, first... that situation was so ridiculous. First thing in the morning where you're rushing around, packing your kid's school bag. Yeah. And you just kind of almost sweep off the side by mistake mm-hmm. with her books or a pencil case or something. You just don't even notice it. It's like next to it. No, I, I, think, I think this mother is gaslighting her 12-year-old child just to make her more dependent on her. <laughs> you do need me. Don't leave me. You need me. I can get you out of, I can get you out of prison situations. <laughs> exactly. And if you do try and leave me, I can get you into prison situations. Yeah. And then you can never leave because you'll be stuck in prison. <laughs> If the child stole it, then tough. You take the consequences. It doesn't matter what your what age you are. You you ought to know better. But this was a thing I had with my mum after my dad left because I was acting out like a little shit. And she said to me, "We had." I remember this conversation vividly. I can close my eyes, and it's one of those things that's just burned into my memory. That I'm just I can picture it every second of this conversation. And we're stood in the living room in our house, and we had the chat of. If you want me to treat you like an adult, that's fine. I think I was 13. She's like, you want me to treat you like an adult and you think you've got all the answers, that's fine. But if you fuck up, I will not come to your rescue. I will not come and help you. Do you understand? She said, so you make the choice. So I was like, all right, yeah, I'll, I'll do that then. And I just kind of took it on the chin and any problems that came my way, I had to sort out myself. And she was ruthless with it. My mum was. It wasn't, she said that and then, when I fucked up, she kind of went, ah, of course, I'll fix it for you. She didn't because she said, well, you've made that choice. And there's a couple of times mm-hmm. when I got into a few scrapes and I had to think, oh, shit, I've really like, I shouldn't have done that. I should have just like hoped to get her help type thing. Yeah. But she did kind of let <clears throat> me free at 13, which is why I kind of went off the rails. But I've said this to Georgia before, that kind of, you have to understand if you mess up or break the law or whatever, you, you have to be punished because... Otherwise, how will you know? How will you learn? And I think there is, yeah. I think there is part of that. And if they, if it's on their permanent record and it's community service, then it's on their permanent record and it's community service. You shouldn't mm-hmm. have stole it. Yeah, but I, I think one one thing to bear in mind is that obviously in parts of America, uh, it is legal to vape marijuana juice, basically. Yeah, yeah. the, the uh, THC vape juice. So there is a possibility that it isn't just like a candy cotton cloud that she'll be uh, exhaling, that it is actually a drug that is going to be uh, getting her into even more trouble. And maybe that is why they've issued a more serious uh, charge, like with the MIP, that it's actually because it's a form of marijuana rather than just, you know, nicotine. So in that case... 
obviously it's down to whether or not that it was accidental or the, the kid actually took it, but it could be a much more serious issue. You could always, I mean, go on. you can do the kind of, you can beg for forgiveness. You can at least say, you know, if she's a good kid, okay, you know, it won't happen again and we'll make sure it doesn't and blah, 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 and just see where you can go from there. I think, yeah, like my way is kind of more, that is kind of cutthroat and a bit rigid and a bit, well, hang on a minute. Come on. I mean, she is only a kid. You do make mistakes as a kid because you do, because you do things because, you know, you think it's cool or you think it's fun or, oh, wow. Yeah. Like I'll be in with the cool crowd if I do this kind of thing. And then you realize that you're not because you're just acting like an idiot. And that's kind of all that's happening. Yeah, this is one of the other points I was making is that if if your daughter has taken this in herself is to not necessarily punish her, but to be able to talk to her and find out why. Why is she taking this in? Yeah. Is it is it not a, a conscious choice? Could it be a form of bullying? Maybe someone's... Like she's mentioned, oh, well, my mum does this medicinally, and uh, someone's bullied her and said, well, you better bring this in for me. Better steal it and bring it in. It yeah, could be point. something like that. Yeah. Uh, and your daughter's been caught. This is why it's important, I think, not to necessarily just jump off the handle and punish them immediately, but certainly to have that conversation with them first. Obviously, if it's your fault for doing it and you've accidentally put it in there, then certainly you shouldn't be punishing your child. You should be contacting the school and apologising. But if it's not that, then yeah, talk to your kid. Yeah, it's always the it's it's always the same, isn't it? Have you tried talking yeah. to them? Yeah, no. <laughs> I'd rather just make like rash uh, rash decisions and just try and uh, yeah. I will ask really punish your child. I'll ask a bunch of strangers what they think and then do exactly that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There yeah. we go. Talk to them. Find out why. That's a good answer. Much better than my answer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, okay, there we are, folks. Thank you for listening, everybody. Love you lots. Anything else from you, boys? No, love you lots too. Yeah, it's good to be back. Good to be back in yeah, the saddle. Yeah, good to have you back, Benny. It is, mate. Yeah, we'll see you in a month, Benny. So take yeah. care, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've used up my holiday for the year already. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, there's no more. You've got no more annual leave left, mate. Sorry. Oh, Christ. <laughs> there we go. All right, buddy. Take care. Love you lots. We'll talk to you next week. See you later. Bye-bye.